Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Welcome to the Evangelia Show. Hear life-changing testimonies from our paradise Cook Islands with your host, Mania Clark Mamanu. Kia welcome back to the Evangelia Show. I'm really stoked to have with me my next guest, Jaya Arai. Uh, he's one of the young Mapu entrepreneurial uh, videographer photos. He's um, been in different competitions, awards, and really done well for himself, not only on the island, but um, overseas and in New Zealand. So bless you, Jaya. Thank, Thank you for agreeing to come on the show and share your testimony with us today. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a privilege to be, um, you know, to be here and to share my testimony. Um, yeah, to all the listeners that are listening out there, I think it's very encouraging when we are, um, you know, when we gather together and, and share what, um, you know, God is doing in our lives. And, you know, there's always one person that's going through a tough time. And if they hear um, our testimony and uh, what God is doing, then, you know, they'll have that hope that, you know, um, God is with them in their Amen. time of trial. So, yeah. Thank you. Which whakao or islands are you from and where you where were you born and brought up? I was born here in Rarotonga. Uh, my family comes from uh, Mitiaro. Um, I only know my mum's side. So um, I was uh, brought up by my mum. My dad wasn't in the picture, so I don't, yeah, I don't know much about my, my dad's side. Mm. Um, all I know is he's from Aichu. Was faith a part of your upbringing? Um, yeah, faith has been uh, a part of my upbringing. Uh, my grandparents, they're, um, you know, part of the CICC church. Um, and then it was my uncle, his faith pulled him into AOG. So that's, that's how um, my, my family kind of transitioned into um, AOG because of the, the singing and the, it's the more <laughs> modern side of, of the, the church that really got my attention and, and probably most likely my mum's in our young days, mm. yeah. Well, I moved to New Zealand in uh, 2005 and the reason why I wanted to move to New Zealand was I wanted to pursue uh, being a, um, a commercial pilot. But um, yeah, that didn't happen because I had um, asthma, so I couldn't kind of pursue that dream. So I was kind of lost for two years, not knowing what I wanted to do. Um, yeah, but then I found my, my creative side and, and that started with uh, music. So our family is quite uh, musical. Um, we ended up building a recording studio in Wellington and uh, wow. yeah, just started recording. Because I was staying with my uncle, so he was more in the Cook Island music. Uh, uh, my uncle created a Cook Island album and then I ended up creating a Cook Island album for myself too. And then, um, yeah, and then we just had um, friends. But with our friends, we would, um, the type of music that we would create is like R&B, pop and hip hop. Wow. You know? So I just had this vision that I wanted to uh, one day start, you know, a production company where we'll just have, you know, our own recording studio, our own recording label, a film production and, you know, photography. So when our artists come in, we've got everything that 
you know, we need to um, market them out and, and you know, shoot their music video and all of that. So that's where that dream started. And life for you was good? Um, yeah. My uncle that I was staying with, um, he was a pastor, he was a CICC pastor. So I was in a good environment, <laughs> you know, right. I didn't have any bad influences around me. Um, when I left the island, you know, I was, you know, drinking and I was basically surrounded by, you know, bad influences and stuff and um, yeah. even like swearing all the time and stuff. But when I moved to New Zealand, to Wellington, and that's when my... I guess that's where um, things changed. changed for me. I didn't um, feel like drinking anymore, you know, like wow. that wasn't something that I I crave or think that I need to have. So I feel like, yeah, God's been shaping me. When did you actually move back and why? Uh, something happened in my life in 2014 mm. that um, made me move back to the Kokana. And their reason was, um, when I turned 25 in 2014, I remembered something that I wrote down uh, when I was 18 or 19 years old. Mm. And it was basically my, my goal for when I turned 25. And their goal was, by 25, I would have my own business, I would be married, and um, you know we would have our own house. And uh, somewhere along, along the line, I, I kind of lost track of uh, my goals. For some reason, when I turned 25, that all came rushing back. So um, I was really in a dark place during that time because I was reminded that I failed myself, you know, that I didn't um, stick Fulfill, to, uh... yeah, to my goals and, and, and dreams. And that was a wake-up call for me. Um, all I can remember is I was in a really dark place and I needed to make a decision. and. And what I told myself was um, that if I don't take one step towards my goals, to towards my dream, then you know, I don't know what I'll do to myself. Really? Yeah. What was that dark place you found yourself in? I, I think it's just that fear of failure, I guess, holding me back from pursuing my dreams. And at that moment, I wasn't um, scared anymore. You know, I was fearless at that moment. And the thing that I could remember was I would rather um, die trying than not trying at all. Wow. So that was the... the Catalyst. Yeah. So that was the thing that made me, all right, like I need to take an action because I don't want to die, you know, mm. not trying. So... So then I gave myself a year, a time frame. If I don't take one step towards my goal within a year, then I'll end it. Wow. That's how. It's a big oath. It is. Yeah. It was. And that's when things changed for me. And during that time, you know, I was with my partner, um, who is my wife now, and we had two girls. Mm. And I think they were like three, four, four, three, or three, two years old. <clears throat> and so, you know, I had to talk to my girlfriend that I need to do something, you know, mm. that I can't um, go on living my life and not giving life my own, you mm. know. 
And during that time, you know, I was working for Tip Top, I was a sales rep, and like I had a really good job, you know, and, um, and they were, at the time, grading me to be um, a manager, so I can look after a territory in uh, Wellington. I had to um, talk to my boss and, and tell her that, um, you know, this is not for me. I feel like, you know, um, there's something bigger mm. out there for me. And also during that time, Cook Island Tourism had this new initiative in, in uh, Mitiaro where they got the families to start a eating experience to build an accommodation. Yeah, and they would advertise that out and, and start bringing tourists to Mitiaro because at, at that time Mitiaro didn't have any accommodations wow. or, or anything like that. One of the people that put their hand up to do that was my grandmother. Yeah, and I knew that I could help, um, you know, the people there from what I was doing in, in New Zealand, mm. which is the marketing, you know, I felt uh, um, to help not only my grandma, but, but um, you know, the community in Mitiara, the people in Mitiara. That was the thing that brought me back. Right. So I told my boss, hey, you know, I'm putting in my resignation. Uh, that's how the journey started. And my wife didn't want to, didn't want us to move back here because mm. she didn't like Rautama or the Cook Islands. Um, yeah, but in this case, I was, I was quite stubborn. I told her, look, I have to do this for myself. She accepted that and she said she'll, she'll um, buy, uh, come down at the end of the year with the girls. Yeah, so then I moved back, um, spent one week here just to see how things are. And then, yeah, and then I flew to Mitiara. The same thing, just seeing what's what's going on on mm. the island, what's what's happening. And then when I flew back here, then I started um, reaching out to to people who would you know who would be able to guide me and and uh, give me information. So basically, the idea was me moving back was to start a a tour operating um, nice agency, and basically. What that involves is we'll be advertising to people in the European market and then um, it'll be like all-inclusive, so prepaid. So they would fly here and then they'll tour our tunnel and then fly to Mitiara and they'll have like a three-day tour, a two-day tour or um, a one-day tour, you know, um, and that was the plan. And, and basically the tour would be, you know, off the grid, no internet, you know, um, mm. just living on the land, living with the family, and they'll be learning to go on the reef, fishing, nice. or washing their clothes, yeah. and, you know, with hands, and actual you know, really local living, living. A, yes, a local life. So that was the plan. Um, but the more I look into it, the more I saw that it's gonna difficult. It's gonna cost a lot of money to get it up and running. Yeah, so I had to come up with a different plan. So. Yeah, so that's when I was just sitting in my room and then I looked around and then I just saw all my, my equipment that I brought with, with me. Because mm -hmm. I was doing photography as a hobby back in New Zealand when I was working. Mm. So I had like all the gear that nice. you would need to, to start your own uh, like photography business. So then I spoke to Rohan and he said, hey, look, I've got this idea. You know, I want to start a production company, you know, and... Um, so my question was to him, you know, should I start one service at a time or should I offer all the services, which is photography, um, video, video production, yeah. um, building websites, graphics design and social media. 
and and your father just told me, oh, just do all of it. I said, okay. It wasn't the answer I was expecting. I thought he would tell me, no, just do one service first and then Mm. just build on that. But yeah, so that's what I went with. I I offered all those services. But Rohan, uh, when I I approached him, he told me that um, the Miskook Islands was, um, yeah, there's a big event happening uh, tomorrow night in, in, in 2015 and he was saying you know for me to come and, and take photos yes and if they love the photos then uh, they would uh, contract me to be the main photographer for the mystical kinds nice so that's how my photography that's how the business started wow once the mystical kinds was finished then he called me in to do um, to do photography for the islander nice and then that's where things are picked up for me wow. so since then i've been you've branched yeah, out I've been, and I've been, yeah, approached doing so many events here on the island yeah just yeah. doing a whole lot of yeah events and um growing your business and yeah filming yeah. as well so it's been good um, yeah and you really flourished through covid didn't you yeah yeah i did it was it was one of the years that we uh yeah that we made a lot a lot mm. of money mm. um revenue yeah it's, praise it's the lord good. yeah yeah it's awesome so when um, it come to for you what um your encounter with the lord and because things have changed for you in the last couple of years in terms of faith yeah 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 um now yeah it, it all started in um december 2019 going into um jan 2020 and um i was just reading the bible and I was reading Matthew's chapter six, and when I was when I got to the end of um, Matthew's chapter six, when I got to verse uh, thirty-three, and that's when that scripture really spoke to me, and and it said, um, you know, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all things will be given to you as well, and. Um, the first thing that stood out for me was you know seek first his kingdom and and for me you know I've, I've never done that in my life you know I've, I've never put God first in my life you know that wasn't a priority you know for me uh, my priority for me has always been you know my my dreams you know my goals my vision for myself and my family um, yeah so that verse really stood out for me and then just going on to the next part, you know, it says that um, and all things will be given to you as well. So I was like, wow, Lord, you know, is, is this a promise? You know, is this your promise to me that if I seek you first, if I seek your kingdom and your righteousness first, then all things will be added on to me. And yeah, so I took that on um, as a... Um, a promise you know and I remember saying then I was like all right Lord if, if this is your promise I'm gonna hold you to it mm. you know and and that's where my spiritual life relationship started with God and from then on January that's when I started all right when I wake up in the morning I'm gonna you know I'm gonna read you know the Bible first and I'm gonna say you know my prayer 
And then at the end of the day, I'll do the same thing. I'll read a chapter mm. and then I'll pray after. And from, from there, that's when my relationship started growing with God. Nice. And that's when I started to know more about Him and who He was and, you know, um, and His promises. You know, so, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Mm. I, can, I can remember after that, um, the next step that I took was fasting. And I've never fasted in my, in my life ever. Mm. So that was a new experience for me. And um, it, it, was, it was powerful. It was, it was awesome. Um, Do you see some changes or shifts happen in your life or around you or, or um, in you even? What I saw and, and what I felt was, you know, God was really, um, was really growing mm. in me, you know, our, our, my faith and my relationship with him was growing. And, um, and I remember the first thing that he wanted me to work on was tithing, mm. you know, and I, I never believed in, in, in tithing because I didn't trust in the church and, sure. and how they manage finances and things like that. And what he said to me was, it's not my job to, to judge what they're doing with the finances. Sure. You know? um, that's his job. Mm. You know, I, I need to be faithful to what he has called us to do. Yeah, and since then, I've started tithing. And it was something that I didn't need to think about. It was almost automatic. Like, I wasn't struggling. Yeah. You know? Did you see a shift in business or your finances? Um, as a result of it? When I'm working, I, I, I tend to be really focused in what I do and I don't see anything else, you know, I'm just like, just end the work and after work and, you know, it's back home. Mm. I didn't realize that we were, um, that the business was growing to the end of the year when I checked the finances like the financial statements and, and things like that. And then that's when I realized. But during the whole process from wow. the beginning of the year to the last, I didn't like check to see what our numbers were and how we were doing for the month or for the quarter, you know? Um, yeah, I was just, it was just God first and then, you know, um, yeah, and then business. Um, Would you and, say yeah, the flourishing in the really business tried. came as a result of your... Yeah, I would, I would definitely say that, yeah. Um, and it was to the end of the year when I found out, like, yeah, I was just giving honor and glory to, to God, you know, for his promise. And, um, yeah, you know, there's, there's, there's really nothing else, you know, that can make that I think happen. the biggest thing really for me was peace, you know. And, and I can see during that whole time, during COVID and all of that, um, you know, there's a whole lot of uh, frustration, there's a whole lot of confusion, there's a whole lot of Around. Fear, anxiety, yeah, you know, but um, yeah, I wasn't feeling all of that, I just had, you know, peace, mm. you know, I didn't need to worry about anything, you know, mm. um, my just faith, trust God, yeah, my faith was just built on God and, and, you know, trusting that, you know, he's my provider, he's my healer, you know, um, when I'm sick, you know, when I need something for me or my family, I know that God will provide. So mm. I just had that, that, that peace. Nice. That was the thing that carried me through. Um, 
And you also had a, a big event. You you married your girlfriend. Oh yes, yes. So that's happened. Yeah, that that took place in twenty twenty June, as well. And um, yeah, a lot a lot has, <laughs> uh, has happened. But that's that's one of the reasons why we got married because we wanted to, um, you know, to grow our relationship and and God. So that was the reason nice. why we got married as well, because we yeah. wanted to put God first in our life. Fantastic. So those are some of the things that we had to kind of, we had to align ourselves to God's um, promises and things like that. That's right. So God loves marriages. Yeah. 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 So Fantastic. That's, that's how that, that, that happened. <laughs> and also, how do you minister in church? How, how, how else has, have things happened? And flourish for you in, in that area in your faith? Um, before before 2020 um, I, was, I was a youth um, leader so we'd have youth but even during that time you know I was struggling you know I not so much struggling I think I wanted better for the youth and I wasn't I, I knew I wasn't giving them my all mm. because my priority um, you know was my business so when uh, that switched so when that switched um, I had to um, yeah I had to rearrange my priorities and and you know God was first so I was the youth leader for New Life Church uh, me and my my wife and then um, towards the end of that year, um, we were ordained as youth pastors mm. um, for New Life Church. And I was also the uh, worship leader as well for mm. New Life. Um, but it wasn't to 2020, that's when I saw a spiritual shift and change in how, in how I worshipped. Uh, worship mm. um, and how I, I I lead the youth you know there's a big change in that and there was no struggle to as you know um, it was just easy like everything just came you know mm. the Holy Spirit was was leading was moving nice. you know he was um, yeah he was intervening in in our life which is awesome yeah mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so we um, we we played um, yeah a few roles in our in our church as um, a, a worship uh, leader and a youth, youth pastor. Um, what would you say God wants you to be doing in this season right now? The biggest thing for me this year is um, stewardship. You know that's that's. The word that he showed me this year and it's all about uh, being able to nurture what he has blessed me with being able to to lead and um, to guide you know my family you know the youth the worship team mm. you know it's all about looking after the things that he's given me that he has blessed me with and that's been um, that's always been in the forefront of my mind when I'm you know, we're at youth or with the worship team or with yes. my family, seeing, uh, you know, am I nurturing them? You know, am I helping them grow? 
Mm. Um, that's always the question that, that comes up when I'm no. dealing with issues and things like that. What's your vision and hopes for the mapu of um, Cook Islands Rautunga? Um, since starting my business and growing up here, there's no creative industry when I was growing up. Um, and now that I've started my own business, um, starting a, um, a creative pub mm. where, you know, youth, um, ha have a place to come and, and really, um, yeah, a place where they can come in and, and build and grow their creative, um, mm. ideas and, 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 and talent, nice. you know, I just looked on the island and, and there was a there was an outlet for people who are into sports but there wasn't any outlet for those who are mm. creative and I and yeah that's that's still a dream of mine to nice. one day create um, a place where youth can and go to you know an outlet where they can go to to be creative you Fantastic. know to, to express um, themselves so yeah that's that's still a dream great um, yeah yeah and in terms of faith for the islands, or your hopes? It's quite similar to, to my dream of uh, creating, uh, creating a creative um, hub for the creatives. And like when I look at the youth and you know the church, what can we do to help the youth um, grow and, and nurture them? I, I have this vision for a church that is you know, a place that, that is where people come to be healed, you know, a place where people um, can just, um, a safe place really for mm. people. But not only that, I, 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 I wanted to push the boundaries more into a place of like community where, you know, where we are teaching our people spiritually, but also, um, you know, blessings as well you know with mm. giving them resources and information on how they can start their business or um, yeah. whatever that they're passionate about and build that and have a um, you know a place of resource where we'll be able to to help them live in a in an abundance mm. life of blessing you know? i mean because i believe that you know that's who we are you know and and in god's eyes and that's we need right. to see that for for ourselves, yes. you know, and I see that's that's what I see a church, mm. a mother church that offers all of that, mm. and it's not only, um, you know, you're not only fed with the spiritual side, but also, you know, the the financial side as well, and your passion and your dreams, and just helping, you know, um, the family um, create that for themselves. Mm, exactly. You know? Well, your business is creators hype and. Yeah. God is the creator of all things creator. and he's yeah. hyped about everything, right? And yeah. all, you know, all of his creation is good and yeah, amazing. It is. It is. What's your final word of encouragement or just a message you'd like to give to our listener? Um, what I would say is, is to really um, live Matthew 6 verse 33, to really live that um, that promise out to seek God first, 
you know, to seek His kingdom and His righteousness. You know, I think that's that's really important. If we put God first in our lives, then you know everything else will be taken care of. And um, and if we just allow the Holy Spirit to to lead us and guide us, you know, He's our teacher, mm. and um, yeah, to just lean in on Him. You know, He's um, He's the one that Jesus has um, given to us. You know, and His job is to yeah to lead and guide us and teach us. Mm. And He's He's the answer really to it. And like what they ever said that all things would be you know given to you or added on to you to hear this show again and other life-changing testimonies subscribe to the evangelia show podcast and on spotify until next week kia meita ki to ora e kia manuia iye kuku